Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Time to rewind. It's the Chris and Amy Rewind Recap. Brilliant. That's what this show is. And it's on the Odyssey app live and the podcasts. When the show is over, they are there for you. This show is on demand, really. Mm -hmm. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download the app and listen anytime where you can also listen to Cardinals games. Cardinals baseball with the season upcoming. Catch it all on the Odyssey app for free. After South Carolina, that calculation may no longer work. If she stays in it and continues to nag Trump and irritate him, as she most clearly did in her remarks Tuesday night in New Hampshire, that estrangement may deepen. But I think for the next four weeks, they're going to play it out. And Haley will try to make her pitch for herself, number one. And number two, look, I have a constituency, and you may need this constituency more than you're willing to admit. Chief Washington correspondent for CBS News and his regular Thursday hit with us talking about the candidacy of Nikki Haley, and she has not given up. She does not plan to give up. I I would really like to know how long she drags this out because unless there is some miracle of some kind, and I don't know what that could even possibly be, yeah. for her, I, there's just no way. There's no way she can overtake the guy who is beating her by a lot. Yeah, I, I New Hampshire was one of her greatest hopes, if not her greatest hope, because it is such a moderate state. She spent a ton of money in New Hampshire. The most money uh, that she spent anywhere else has been in more money than she spent anywhere else, I should say. Uh, she spent in New Hampshire over $31 million. She spent time there. Uh, and it, it wasn't it could have been a worse defeat than 11 percentage points. It wasn't, but 11 percentage points also isn't great. And now she is looking at a most likely a loss in her own state of South Carolina, which has implications beyond just losing another state. It's never good to lose your own state. Uh, Trump mentioned Utah, uh, or Nevada, I should say, in a previous speech. And I, I got a little confused about Nevada. So basically, Nevada's holding both a Republican primary and a Republican caucus. So Haley's registered for the primary, but Trump isn't. Trump is registered for the caucus, and Haley isn't. So it's kind of a mess, and it doesn't matter. And that's why everybody's turning their eyes towards South Carolina. Haley staying in gives us hope. It gives Republicans hope. And some have said, well, non-Trumpy Republicans deserve a, a vote as well. That's what Haley represents, but it's a long shot. It was, and it still is. It still is. And I know there are people, and there was a column written today saying that uh, Nikki Haley needs to go full Liz Cheney if she's going to have any opportunity to win. And I would argue that it just, it's, it's insurmountable. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's too late for that. If that was even going to work in the first place. That just, she she has been more direct at criticizing him, being critical of him, and directly calling him out instead of just kind of you know tap 
dancing around it a little bit and trying to soften the criticism yeah. so as to not upset people who want to vote for him already. Uh, look, you're not going to win that way. You'll never win that. If there was ever an opportunity to win and beat him, you can't do that. Yeah, and I'm. she does seem to be on an island other than Chris Christie, who was been on the island. Maybe he built the island that she's on. I mean, really on an island because you have all of these other Republican leaders, politicians, senators, uh, governors who have been mocked and humiliated by Trump. Just, I mean, Ted Cruz. I mean, this goes back to 2016 when Trump said Ted Cruz's wife is ugly and then implied that Ted Cruz's dad was somehow involved in JFK's assassination and Ted Cruz comes groveling back. He humiliated Tim Scott. Tim Scott's supporting him. Lindsey Graham said that if we nominated Trump, we would get destroyed and we will deserve it. He now backs Trump. There's something very repulsive, something that I recoil from in the way that the Republican Party is just groveling and self-flagellation in order to be under uh, Trump's good graces, which, as DeSantis said, is kissing the ring. And now Graham, uh, I mean, he has been ring kissing for a long time and on Hannity last night said that uh, Trump is the toughest guy he's ever seen in Washington, which I, I know he does not believe that. I know he doesn't. No, J.D. Vance, right? A, oh, called, a him, Trump, uh, he called him America's Hitler. Hitler. Yes. J.D. Vance, who is now a Trump sycophant, called him America's Hitler. It's the weirdest thing. And I and I do think there is something in just human nature that recoils from this groveling and putting up with being humiliated and saying, I'm going to put my senatorial career above defending my family. Look, I want to make this perfectly clear. I do believe that in primaries, the whole process, uh, people who are working in the same party um, with one another also have to campaign against each other if they're trying to, to win the nomination, right? So you're going to be critical. Sometimes you'll cross the line a little bit. What I don't understand, though, is is all of this stuff that we're talking about where you can have somebody who is not just criticizing you, but being deeply personal, yeah, taking really low blows going after you as a person. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.